0: This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, and let's talk about the weather. Well, today we had a weak disturbance come through, so it was kind of cloudy and 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 a little bit sprinkly along the coast. But I'll tell you, the weather in the next several days is going to be extremely near normal, and in fact, maybe even slightly below normal. The key issue is that we have a very persistent weather feature, a ridge of high pressure off in the Pacific Ocean, south of Alaska. And this very much looks like what I would term a La Nina pattern, one that we saw a lot last winter. Now, when you have a ridge out there, what happens is we tend to be in cool, northerly flow, and that's what we're going to see for much of the weekend into Monday and Tuesday. So our temperatures will not be particularly warm, uh, round normal, lower lower 70s generally, and occasionally we'll have a weak disturbance coming through. They'll give us a little bit more clouds. So I hate to say it, but it's nothing exciting going on. No heat waves whatsoever. Uh, We'll just be... In the lower to mid 70s, some clouds, and again, maybe a few sprinkles in the mountains on the coast, but nothing serious. Looking later in the week, up, the ridge looks like it's going to build up slightly. The temperatures may warm up to the upper 70s, maybe even lower 80s, but nothing more than that. And at this point, it does not appear that any major heat wave is in our future for the next week. Now, an interesting issue is whether we will get warm again, like really warm again. And quite frankly, we're running out of time. Once you get past roughly September 15th, it is pretty hard to have a major heat wave here in the Northwest. And I mean getting into the 90s and above. The sun is weakening rapidly. The nights are getting much longer. The jet stream is strengthening, bringing cooler air in. So at that point, September 15th, the chances of getting any major heat waves, or quite frankly, weather that would tend to promote fire here becomes much much less likely. Now, the situation in California is quite a bit different. Down there, high pressure can build in the interior, in the Intermountain West, giving them offshore flow and warm temperatures and also strong winds. So down in California, they can still get a heat wave, strong easterly winds and maybe, you know, fire weather. But up here in the Northwest, it becomes much, much less probable. Well, enjoy the weekend. It'll be great. And I don't expect us to see any kind of fire producing weather for at least for the next week and maybe not for the rest of the season. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Many of you have been asking about the coming winter and several have heard rumors about a potential La Nina. Well, it's time to put the rumors aside. It appears that La Nina is coming back and we will have some impacts on our winter's weather. But first, some La Nina 101, the temperatures of the tropical Pacific tend to oscillate over a period of three to seven years. When it is warmer than normal, we call the situation El Niño. And when the tropical Pacific is colder than normal, it's a La Niña. And when temperatures are near normal in much of the Pacific, it is called a neutral or La Nada year. This cycle of three to seven years between El Niño neutral in La Nina is known as El Niño Southern Oscillation, or ENSO for short. You can think of the Pacific Basin as a gigantic bathtub with cold water at the bottom and a veneer of warm water at the top. Now imagine that the water in this bathtub is sloshing back and forth. And when it sloshes to the west, we have An el nino and when it sloshes the other way we have a la nina so why do we care about the sloshing of the pacific what difference does it make well it makes a big difference and i'll tell you why thunderstorms and big convective clouds like cumulonimbus follow the warm water warm water is good for thunderstorms because thunderstorms like a big change in temperature with height And when the water is warm and the air near the water is warm, that's good for getting thunderstorms. Well, thunderstorms tend to follow the warm water, and these thunderstorms have a major impact on the atmosphere of the planet, with large-scale waves propagating or moving away from the thunderstorms. Let's try another analog. You can think of the atmosphere as a gigantic lake and as thunderstorms as rocks thrown in the lake when you throw a rock into a lake waves move away from the splash point well if you change where the rock hits or change how big a rock you use you could change the waves around the whole lake la ninas are associated with waves in the atmosphere that come off from these thunderstorms And the waves produce a ridge of high pressure over the eastern Pacific that results in cold northerly flow over the northwest. Uh, La Nina years also tend to be wetter than normal in our region. And between being colder than normal and wetter than normal, we tend to have more snow than normal in the Cascades. And so there's typically a bountiful snowpack. And there is a greater than average chance of getting even lowland snow so seattle mayors care about la nina years now last year was a la nina year it was a moderate la nina year and it did bring plenty of moisture and a far greater than normal snowpack to the northwest we started the summer with a tremendous snowpack and it actually was very helpful in providing water when we had the heat wave but although La Nina years are good for water and snow here in the Pacific Northwest, the opposite is true in Central and Southern California. The Golden State tends to be dry than normal during La Nina years. And the snowpack in the Sierra tends to be worse than normal. And that brings drought, more wildfires, and a lack of water resources in critical California reservoirs. Obviously, this is not a good thing. Now, there is still some uncertainty in the La Nina forecast, and keep in mind that La Nina effects are not certainties. It's more like weighting the atmospheric dice. Anything could happen, but we are weighting the, the atmospheric dice so that we here in the Northwest will tend to be colder, wetter, and snowier. At this point, the best numerical models, simulation models, and the best statistical models that look at past uh, conditions all suggest that La Nina will strengthen and the Northwest will enjoy another wet, snowy winter. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.